Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. Welcome to So-Called Parents. This is our eighth episode that we're doing, so we made it. Episode eight. We've done it. Here we are. Two months. Yep. Almost two hands worth. So close. But today... Um, we're going to kind of talk about our journey with daycare and preschool and just finding childcare. We don't really have any family around here. Um, we didn't at the time. And even now, none that could like watch our kids. But No, no grandmas <coughs> or retired families. No, no, nothing. <laughs> just us up here, stranded, right? But um, and as we're thinking about this, like I think we have maybe we have some people that listen that don't that aren't in that world probably maybe we're at one point in time but maybe not but and so i didn't know if it would be real applicable ap- applicable 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 there we go <laughs> thanks jordan you're welcome nice assist and but anyway uh if it would really be applicable <laughs> to a lot of people but then as i was like thinking about some things and it's kind of just been the whole theme of this podcast i think it's like sometimes i don't think anything's going to be really very good and then god just kind of reveals some stuff to us and i'm hoping that he can do that uh today for some people listening also but we'll see so all right well daycare um dreaded daycare daycare i don't and maybe i think you probably had a better idea about this world i was just so like obtuse and naive to it like we when we got pregnant with wade we we waited too long i didn't realize it was such like a like a okay but let me jump in here because do it we waited too long but i was also only like 12 weeks pregnant when we started looking for data all you were we did that early yeah so i found out i was pregnant in may we didn't start looking for daycare until july we weren't going to need it until march Wow. So I thought we were like super on top of it. Yeah. And turns out you're supposed to find daycare the day you find out you're pregnant. Yeah. Or even almost <laughs> like when you're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we're like kind of freaking out. We're like, oh my goodness, how are we going to do this? Well, rewind back seven or eight years. At the time, um, the guy I coached with his wife did daycare and we kind of thought yeah. maybe we, we, we could get yeah, in. We just thought we had an in. Yeah, we we're like, all right, we have a nice in-home daycare we trust. Lo and behold, the There's year... laws and regulations to how many people they can have. Well, and that was Weird. her last year. She quit after that. Oh, that's true. So she was going to quit. I like, forgot that. Right before our son was born. So they were like, oh, shoot. That's that's gone. And um, yeah, I mean, I know Jordan's dream would, and I have known this. It was to be probably be a stay at home mom, but absolutely it is. But I told her like, I mean, when we got married, like you realize I'm a teacher, <laughs> you could stay home, but then we also wouldn't have a house. Or I feel two like cars. the problem is less that I've been thinking about this. It's less that you're a teacher, more the fact that you're a teacher and I like nice things. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> so. like. We can't have two vehicles. We can't have a nice vehicle. Yeah. yeah we can barely have that now, right? Yeah. But, but, yeah. So, that dream of hers. Sorry, Jordan. I couldn't give you your dreams. 
But yeah, so we're we're stuck trying to find daycare, and um, yeah, we we're just late to the party finding it, and we got lucky because we got super lucky. We found one, an in-home, and you know, you you meet with them. Like we, I remember when we found her, we met, we went and met with her. Um, not even in the house she was going to do daycare in because they were building. They were in a rental. They were in a rental building, and we didn't know this at the time, but come to find out. We bought their old house. Yeah, we bought our first house from them. Yeah, we didn't even know it. Nope. Yeah, and then looking back, we know she ran a good daycare because it was just, that house was clean. We didn't know she ran a daycare when we looked at the house. Yeah, but, so yeah, it was just funny how things work out, but but even when you meet with them, like, we didn't know them. We didn't know her. Um, And we, you know, we had like a 30-minute meeting, and we left, felt good about it. We were like, yeah, I think that's good. But at the end of the day, you're still deciding to leave your kid with a person you don't know. For more hours in the day than you're with them. Yeah. Based off of like a 30-minute sit-down conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were just really lucky and blessed because it was like a total God thing that we found her. Oh, yeah. And we've been with her for seven years yeah, almost eight years kids. yeah yeah yep and uh she's like our family now she is it's been amazing and it was like sad to the point when our kids aged out of her it's mm-hmm. like oh it's sad but but i mean it, it, we did have people that vouched for her. like you know we knew people that knew her that said oh yeah she's really good and so i mean that helped a little bit too yeah um but then you know as and i again didn't realize how much of a grind this was gonna be trying to find preschool preschool also sucks i think that was more more it's probably worse more um frustrating than daycare it's so so hard yeah and the the thing about preschool is like like they're on their own time you know what i mean they don't account for the working parent like Mm -hmm. they're like if if it's just a preschool not like a daycare preschool combo yep yeah yeah so it's like yeah, it's like preschool starts from if you're just just the preschool, which we had our, our in home daycare, so we wanted to go to that still. And, and then, we loved our in home daycare, and we yeah. didn't want to leave. Yeah, so we're like, well, how do we how do we get them from pre from daycare to preschool? And it's like all the preschools started at like nine thirty to like eleven, and we're like, okay, so how do you? <laughs> we're we both work, teachers. We work. <laughs> how do we do that? And um, and even just. Before that, just like finding a preschool was hard because yeah. uh, one they either fill so up. So we are in Omaha and there's tons of preschools, but there's not enough preschools for the number of kids that need to go to preschool. It's like you almost have to get on the waiting list when they're like born. Yeah. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but it's just really hard to get into preschool. Like I took the day or at least the morning off of work when preschool registration would open so oh, I yeah. could be on the computer Right when spots are opening, so I can furiously type out and get <laughs> into preschool. Like, it's kind of like signing up for classes back in college. Yes. Like, you know, you get up super early, load up your cart, submit, submit, I submit, actually remember submit. going to my principal and saying, here's the deal. I have to register for preschool in the morning. I can take a day off or if someone can cover my classes for me so I can be late to work so mm-hmm. I can register. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So... And yeah, and even, and that was when we decided, when we like decided on a preschool, I was like, well, yeah, we like this yeah. one. Let's go for it. But like, even when we looked at them, um, it was like, you go to one and it's like, 
like we went to one that we heard was okay mm-hmm. and we just let remember we just felt we were like yeah we just, just didn't, didn't that didn't feel right about no. it it was like i don't i'm sure s- it is i've heard lots of good things i'm sure it's a great school it just didn't feel like it was a fit for us no it didn't it was just like and it it was just funny. Like we didn't even really have to say it, but we I remember just looking at each other. We were like, just walked out. We're like, mm, oh, I don't know. Nope. I didn't feel good. And, uh, so we didn't go with that one, but yeah. And so, and it's just a lot of things that go into that and, you know, trusting your kids with other, with other people is a scary, mm-hmm. scary thing. I mean, you hear of like all these horror stories about daycares yeah. and preschools and abuse and, um, it's scary because it even happens at like nice ones. Mm-hmm. Like one that we looked at that wasn't far from us was we were looking at and there was, have been, you know, issues with that one. And we're like, man, that's, could you imagine if we would have went there? Like mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's a parent's worst nightmare yeah. probably. It's also just really uncommon to hear of families like ours. We've been super blessed. Like people don't stay at the same daycare forever. Yeah, I think you're like, right. Like it's very uncommon to hear of someone who has had all of their kids at the same daycare for all of them. Yeah. And as long as ours doesn't quit in the next three years, please don't. Hold on. Three more years. <laughs> three more years. Please. <laughs> we will be there. Although our our third child might be the reason she might quits. Might do her in. She's might the, do her in. She is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. But yeah, there's just like really terrible things that happen at daycares. Or even if they're not terrible things, they're just like... They're just not taking care of your kid the way you would like them to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just been lucky. Blessed Mm -hmm. is what we've been. Mm -hmm. So there's that part. And then the financial part, right? So it's like, it's not cheap. Even our our in-home daycare is cheap and it's not cheap. Right. Right. She is, I don't know how we lucked out with her. Yeah. A great daycare and she's super reasonably priced. Yeah. Crazy. Compared to like other daycares. Compared to most places, yeah. Yeah. And it's like... Well, I mean, I I had this written down, like day, daycare and childcare. And this is common for, I think, every family that is, has kids in daycare and childcare. It's been our either our biggest or our second biggest expense, like every month mm-hmm. since we've had kids in it. And it's even like counting our mortgage. It's yeah. either our mortgage or that every month. Yep. And it's like... Especially once you get more than one yeah, in daycare. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like having a second mortgage pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, and we... We just got our first daycare raise. Yes, we did. Oh, man. So we got... We We've had have... two in daycare for five years. Yeah. Well, and at one point, we did have three. We had three in daycare for like two weeks. Yeah. We had, we had to, we tried to time our kids because we, did. we knew we, we couldn't We afford. did not want to have more than two in daycare at a time. Yeah. Well, we couldn't. Otherwise, you would have quit your job because we would have been paying yeah. more than your one of our paychecks. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, just the expense part's hard. Um yeah, but daycare raise. Looking forward to that again when it comes around. I'm not sure that money goes somewhere. Oh but yeah, we'll find a place for yeah. it. But at least we'll have money to put towards that. Yeah, whatever. So it, is. it can disappear somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, all these things and all these aspects about it can be overwhelming. And I'm like, I don't know what where this will lead, other than you know talking about it and the struggles and stuff like that. But then, as I thought about it, I was like, well, you know really when it comes down to is we have to trust we're trusting god with our kids and mm-hmm. well they're in someone else's you know care it's not just us it's not our eyes on them anymore um and there's just i think there is a, a big level of trust that comes with that mm-hmm. um 
And so I, I kind of come to this verse in, in Isaiah. It's Isaiah 40, verse 11. I'll find it here. <clears throat> he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. And um, I like that verse. I like the end part there where it, it says that, you know, God's he cares for, like, the most defenseless members uh, in society and... You know, he mentions children and and people who care for him, and that would be mm-hmm. parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not really like that. It's just kind of kind of reassuring that like he he cares about that. He cares about um, our kids and and what happens to him. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. So um, and like, I mean, it, we know like. We everyone knows, yeah, yeah. God cares about you. God, you know the song like Jesus loves little children, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's nice to like find it in the, in the Bible, in the Word, like parts where that um, mm-hmm. is mentioned also. And then <clears throat> I had one verse written down, but I didn't. I kind of crossed it off because I didn't know if it really applied. But it, in sense, it was talking about do not be afraid, right? And so I looked that up, and that phrase, do not be afraid is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. Hmm. And um, I thought that was kind of cool. Like, you know, there's one for every day of the year. interesting. It. So it's like every single day you could have a verse about, you know, not fearing and um, trusting God. And yeah, I just think that's kind of cool. Is there a list of all of those verses? I'm sure there is. I... You know, this is from the reliable Google search. Ah, yes. And I didn't dig into it because I was just, I've heard it said before that it, how many times it was mentioned, but I didn't remember the number. Hmm. So I was like, I just Googled how many times. And it was 365 was the number that came up to me. I didn't dive into it, which ones they were, but hmm. it would be kind of cool. Be a cool calendar, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. I'm sure it exists somewhere. If not, dibs. Dibs on the calendar idea. <laughs> <laughs> side hustle but anyway um so i was thinking about that and then also lately i don't know what what it is but like just in things i've been listening to i feel like prayer has been coming up a lot lately um just like in different podcasts and people that i've been listening to and um one that i that i listened to was in luke 18 and i'm not going to read the whole thing but i'm just going to kind of paraphrase it so it's Jesus telling a parable of, I think it's, he calls it the persistent widow. And he says there's like, um, so he, he tells the story of a, a widow that lived in a town and this these people were bothering her or wronging her. And she goes to the judge and like complains and the judge just kind of ignores her because the judge is not a godly guy. He's not like, he's he doesn't care. He's he's like, whatever, it doesn't, doesn't affect me, so I don't care. And she keeps going to him over and over again, this judge. And eventually the judge is like, man, just, just to get you off my back, I will solve this problem for you. Like I'll write this wrong for you. And, um, I was just going to pick up in verse seven and it says, and will God not bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And, uh, so I'm thinking about that. Um, <clears throat> so he, he draws a comparison like that's that's if like an unjust judge did that just to not be annoyed pretty much. Mm-hmm. And like our God, he's not unjust. Like he loves us and cares for us. And 
the point to that parable, I think, is just that how we can go to God with prayer and requests and we can be confident that he is going to answer them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I think sometimes we get frustrated because we don't get answers right away or it's not yeah. what we want, but um, I thought that was good. And the, this podcast I was listening to the other day, it said um, the, the only difference between the widow and us is it's like the widow could like physically see uh, the judge, right? Right. So she could like see the person answering them and we can't um, like we, we can't physically see God, this person that, you know, this deity that we're praying to. But then they brought up that that's I think that's why he put that last part in there. It says, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? Like, would we have do we have faith that when we make these requests to God that he's really going to come through with them? Right. One way or the other it might not be what we want, but that he will answer it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really good when uh, when you think about, you know, big decisions, whether that's daycare. I mean, you could insert anything in there. Right? You could take out daycare and preschool, put in anything else, like um, like just going to God in prayer about it and like having faith that he's going to answer, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> so then I had First uh, Peter 3.12 written down also. And First Peter 3.12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So again, just saying, you know, he's attentive to our prayer. Um, yeah. And then the last one I had, the last verse I couldn't written down for this is James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Um, I put that one down also just because like, these decisions are big and they're scary, and I think, like, obviously, I think we should pray about them and trust God with it, but then at the end of the day, I think he's going to put like feelings and thoughts yeah. in our head, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like the I like the verse about wisdom for this. Yeah. And just praying that he'll give you the wisdom when you're making the decision. Yeah. Like seeking out those wise decisions. Uh-huh. Like I think when we went to that preschool that we just didn't really feel right about, right? Like I I think God put those mm-hmm. thoughts in our minds like, you know, like he put that there and that that wasn't the place for us to right. send our kids, right? So we we moms have this code. <laughs> we call this a mom gut. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me and my friends that call it a mom gut, but I think it's real. But you just have, you just like know inside you. It's not like a, is. it's not like a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dad it's bod. different things. Different things. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. I interrupted. That just came to me. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no. So mom gut's not Your like mom dad gut. bod. <laughs> Just like tells you the right decision to make for your kids. And I think it's like a real thing. Like you just yeah. intuit. In, in, instinctively? Instinctively. I got you back. I thank you, you. Instinctively know what you're supposed to do. And I never thought about that until this verse that those feelings might be coming from. Like it's wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's actually not your stomach telling you what to do. Right. But. Yeah. 
Maybe it's God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think he definitely does that stuff um, with these decisions. So I think that's maybe just the big takeaway for me from this. You know, because we had childcare, daycare written down to talk about. And you never know where it's going to go, but it's kind of where we landed, and I think it's really good. So, yeah, there's there's one other one I had written down. It was Proverbs eighteen fifteen, and it was the heart of the discerning acquires knowledge. The ears of the wise seek it out, and you're just kind of going with that, right? Like seek, like taking in information, mm-hmm. making yourself informed, and seeking knowledge, and you can discern things from that. Mm-hmm. You can make judgments and uh, that, yeah, and kind of figure out if you're supposed to be in places or do certain things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. So I think that's really it for today. Um, shorter one. That's probably okay, though. If uh, if you haven't yet, you can check us out on our website. It's www.so dash called parents.com uh we just have a little more information kind of like why we why we started this how we came to start it um again sometimes i like to like to mention this just to certain episodes just to make sure that everyone knows kind of our heart behind it like we don't see ourselves as experts or uh no in the field of parenting at all no there are much better parents in the world than us, I'm sure. Yeah. So hang out with our two-year-old and you'll find that <laughs> out real fast. But the the heart of it is just to, for Jordan and I to discuss things and, you know, go to the Word together as a as husband and wife with, with little kids and hopefully um, kind of seeking out that wisdom like we talked about today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but just want to throw that out there that that's what, that's what it's all about, so... Well, thanks for listening, and uh, remember, if uh, God has put kids in your life, then you have been so called to be a parent. 